Hey everyone, this is Bonnell. Um, it is Friday, so happy Friday. And I have to say the hearings last night uh, did not disappoint. And there was a lot going on, and I liked the way um, Twitter uh, had, you know, obviously analyzed the hearing. And they thought that the guy sitting in the back, the good-looking guy that looked like Clark Kent, was important. See, this is the problem with Twitter. Twitter is a, a pile of shit. And people um, don't know what's going on because there are so many different opinions. But that's another fight, and I really don't want to get into it. I just, I, I don't know if anyone's noticed, but I'm not on Twitter. I never have been. I think I sent one uh, twat in my entire life, and that was enough for me. So I'm not going to give my money away to Twitter so they can use my profile to generate billions and billions of dollars so um, Elon Musk can um, pretend that he's going to buy it for $50 billion when really it's just a website. I mean, it's not really rocket science, people. Okay, so I think that what is important, first and foremost, there's a lot of important things, but what Liz Cheney said, I think, really took, um, took the hearing, and people need to listen up. So she said... What exactly was our commander-in-chief doing during the hours of the violence? And, you know, they say 187 minutes, three hours. It was three hours and seven minutes. I can fly from San Francisco to Orange County in less time than that. Okay? I can fly from New York to Chicago in less time than that. So the fact that it was three hours, if it was three minutes, dum-dum didn't do his job. And therefore, he is supremely derelict of his duty. I like the way Adam Kissinger um, split it up because Benny Thompson said supreme derelict of duty. And then Kinzinger last night said um, just dereliction of duty. And he's right. You know, he's a military guy, veteran, honored, um, honorable, and um, has been in war and is, I'm sure, decorated because um, he's got the arms to prove it. And I just have to give my hats off to him, you know, um, Republican standing up for what is right and is a real American. That's the Republicans I'm talking about. And I heard someone from that um, podcast, Midas Touch, um, I don't think they have that, but <laughs> that's my opinion. Um, and the people that are uh, talking, you could tell that they're just average people. They, they, they're not orators. Uh, they never have been orators, and you can tell who was an orator last night. Um, and I don't think that anyone really had orating skills. What they had were um, the ability to read off a teleprompter, which is perfectly fine. But I think at some point that um, Navy senator, um, who I'm impressed with, you know, good for her she's another honorable veteran uh, patriot standing up for her country and she has seen the fight too so um i don't want to be um critical of her because she deserves all the respect that she is going to get and another patriot see republican party that's what a patriot is and they started to um 
skew that meaning back in the day when George Bush started. And even, I would say, Ronald Reagan. You know, they started to twist that narrative. But really, um, it began with the impeachment of um, the president. And, you know, unfortunately, um, that really was the beginning of the end, or the end of the beginning, when um, they went after Bill Clinton, right? The president. He, he, they impeached him, but, um, you know, all is history. But they went after him full throttle for no reason, because he, once again, you know what? He was getting a blowjob, and the Republican Party had none of it. Here they have a president that created a plague, killed one million people, has been impeached twice. The Senate um, condemned him, but yet they didn't have the balls to throw him out. And that, you know, if you think about it, the senators are directly responsible. They should just round him up and throw him out. And I even was going to say this before. I think that, you know, we're past uh, process. Right now we're dealing with people who have um, seriously uh, committed electoral treachery. And that is at the base or the foundation of what keeps this country afloat. And the reason that people say peaceful transfer of power is because it's probably the most complex process in the government. That's why it requires a fucking day set aside so that it can be done um, intelligently. But we never had a 45th administration that dealt with it intelligently. They were there to seek and destroy. And that really is the problem. So uh, Betty Thompson unfortunately had COVID, but uh, (laughs) they had the flags going in his bedroom. I loved it. You know, good for him. He'll be fine. I, I don't think he's going to die from COVID, um, but, um, you know, he'll be fine. So he said there must be stiff consequences for those responsible. I think that was probably one of the more important sentences that um, he uh, said yesterday. I'm going to get into a lot more detail of what he actually said, but, um, you know, and I was the one who was saying that Donald um, is guilty of supreme dereliction of duty. I said that from day one. Check my uh, profile and my podcast number one. I said that, derelict of duty. I've always said that. I was saying it before Liz Cheney was saying it, just being a military veteran and um, knowing what happened. You know, because in my um, blurb on my podcast, I said they need to identify what they were doing and what they weren't doing. And what they weren't doing, once again, is protecting the country. As a matter of fact, they did the quite opposite. They uh, burned it down, <laughs> literally. And I really liked the way Adam Kinzinger said yesterday about the transfer of power is critical. And then they had that national um, security advisor who um, resigned on January 6th. The guy who pretty much um, is responsible for making sure that um, we're safe. See, people, we're at war. I don't know if anyone notices that, but we're at war. We're at all types of wars, not just regular conventional wars. We're in an information um, technology war. And I think that's the worst one of them all. Because 
our enemy and our adversaries are using our own information content to turn us against each other. And if people don't start realizing that, what's the point? Honestly, what is the point? What are we all doing here? We might as well just wrap it up. Okay, so another thing that um, he said was, what exactly was the president doing those hours of the violence? Donald Trump would not get on the phone and order the military or law enforcement agencies to help. And for hours, he chose not to answer the plea from Congress. Okay, so Liz Cheney also said that Donald Trump would not get on the phone and order the military or law enforcement agencies to help. And for hours, Donald Trump chose not to answer the pleas from Congress, from his own party, and from all across our nation to do what his oath required. He refused to defend our nation and our Constitution. That's legal ease for fat ass didn't do anything. He sat in the dining room watching Fox News and cheered on with glee. That was exactly what happened. And if you don't think that Donald Trump is a master of deception, you can easily just review the video, um, the funny outtakes, or the the uh, you know the um, the videos that showed him um, making mistakes. The outtakes. rioters or the desperate police of those facing down the riot. Trump says, I don't want to say the election is over. Remember, that was the blooper. He couldn't say it. That fucking asshole couldn't say it. This is a problem. And I don't know why he hasn't got a boot on his car or on his plane or on his, um, get an ankle bracelet. At least. I don't get it. Anyone else? Simple ticket. You don't pay your ticket, they're going to put a boot on your car. This is um, 5,000 times worse than that. And they ask him to give him information. The problem is that nobody is playing the adult here. And I don't understand why he is allowed to do what he's doing. Okay? So the president refused to allow archives to capture... Um, January 6th. No, problem number 49,000. He instructed archives, the people who follow him around, to record um, our history. He stopped it. Now, why would he do that? I wonder why. He didn't, you know, like any criminal enterprise, um, he decided that he didn't want his photos taken. The ham didn't want his photos taken. Now, why would he not want that? It's obvious. Okay, so also what was said, I believe this was Liz Cheney or uh, Mr. Kinzinger, President Trump didn't fail to act. Oh, this is Kissinger. A fellow Republican but frequent Trump critic who flew fighter jets in Iraq and Afghanistan um, this is what Kinsinger, you know, so like I said, he's a, he's a patriot and a, and a good one. 
He chose not to act. I sound like him yesterday. I didn't think Ken Singer did a very good job of speaking, but he got his point across. He's just not an orator. He's a, he's a senator. Okay, but his point was that he chose not to act, meaning his job as the president of the United States is to act. It's not to not act. It's to act. So I thought that was an interesting um, phrase that Kinzinger said, where he chose not to act. Right. Exactly. Okay, so what is going on with the Secret Service? And obviously there is news. I mean, it's just on, it's like a spigot. The, just the, the criminality just keeps pouring out. And now they're saying that the, all the texts are gone from a department that their job is to um, find uh, this type of information. They made sure that it was deleted. And what I say is um, someone in the SS or the Secret Service has to be the, the final say-so, meaning delete just doesn't happen by by um by chance somebody is clicking that delete button so who is that person and i love the way the media says who is that person well we need to find out who that person is and and who where do you start that would be a reporter's job to figure out who is the person at the top of the hierarchy or the food chain that is the person that decided to do that? Find him and start squeezing him or her. Why was this allowed? This is absolutely insane. How can And they knew about it because the inspector general told them um, before, during, and after the insurrection. But why do they even need to be told? That's part of the archive rule. Anyone who works in the federal government knows that. Yes. So, last night, um, the witness was Sarah Matthews. She testified that the president was treating it as a celebratory occasion. So it just further cemented her decision to resign. And, you know, she was um, the first one on the campaign. So not, not only was she a, a MAGA supporter, she was, you know, she drank the Kool-Aid. She was, her mouth was under the spigot drinking the Kool-Aid. So she was just gobbling it all up until the end where she grew um, some balls and decided to abandon ship, right? She's a violin player on the Titanic and then realized that Trump was chopping her off at the ankles because he did not want to say in the speech that the election was over. He could, they couldn't get him to say it, right? Funny outtakes, America's funniest videos. This will go down as one of the most tragic videos in American history. So thank you, Donald J. Trump, for weakening our nation. Because I say that doesn't mean that you didn't accomplish things, because you did. Like I've mentioned before, I'm not your enemy. So why is this staffer who was around to clean up your um your farts uh she knew you she wasn't uh you know you not one of those people like your porno actresses where you, you don't know her i don't know who she is she had a she got a check she was being paid but eventually she realized that this guy is no patriot 
he's who he always has been. The orange draft dodging um, Trumpty Dumpty. That's who you are. And you know what's so funny is that uh, I don't know if anyone believes in karma, but karma is a bitch. And this is his karma, right? So he goes through life shitting on everyone. And then at the end, when he's when he is at the door, this is um, what he gets. <laughs> oh, my God. It's pretty bad. And I'm not a religious guy. I just know that uh, what comes around goes around. And what he had coming has finally come around. He always thought that he was like the warrior and the king. And it turns out the... You know, the emperor has no clothes. There's a reason why those types of phrases exist, because history repeats itself. Unfortunately, he did it for America. And it's funny because the, um, the founders never uh, predicted this guy, or he, he didn't do this by himself. Republican senators assisted him. Right, Kevin McCarthy, Mitch McConnell, Ted Cruz, um, uh, Dum Dum from yesterday. Uh, it's just there. The list goes on and on and on. Jim Jordan, Scott Perry, and you know these are the people that came up with uh, Locker Up. They said it because they were projecting to Hillary Clinton. And now they're the ones that are going to be locked up. So anytime anyone sees these Republican senators, just say, lock them up, lock her up, because that's what's going to happen to them. See what happens? You reap what you sow. It's terrible. Oh, my God. So the next topic of discussion is Mark Milley. General Mark Milley, chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. He reacted with surprise to the former president's reaction to the attack. He said, quote unquote, you're the commander in chief. You got an assault going on in the capital of the United States of America and there's nothing, no call, nothing, zero. That is the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. He is bigger than the president. And when I say bigger, I mean he represents the United States military, which is bigger than the government. And the government is just the manager of the United States military. And he has always, he's the one that Trump talked into walking in front of that church when Dum Dum had the Bible upside down for his photo op. He made a critical mistake right there and embarrassed that Joint Chiefs of Staff. And I've been around these people before. You don't get it. You don't understand. You just don't get it. You don't fuck with them. And he fucked with them. So now he's going to get fucked. And he's going to get fucked bad. You know, it's kind of like that scene from Scarface when that kingpin was telling Tony, um, don't you ever fuck me, Tony, because shit is going to rain down. And you know who was that? Um, you know who whose part is being played in that scene in the Scarface, Tony Montana is Donald. And the, the, the kingpin, the big guy in wherever he was in Costa Rica, you know, living lavishly, that's the United States government. 
So now he tried to fuck him, so now he's going to get twice as fucked. Sorry for all the fucked words, but that's the only way to really explain it. He fucked us. He fucked us, and now he's going to get fucked pretty bad. Okay. So, that's how the military works, baby. Okay, next one is Matt Pottinger. He was the Deputy Deputy National Security Advisor for Trump. He was the other witness last night. And he was the one saying that he's a lifelong Republican, but could not go along with what was going on. And... You know, he pretty much said that he had to resign because um, he couldn't take what the president was doing via coup. And the only reason he stayed in his office was because he was afraid that whoever Dum Dum put in his place would now start um, selling secrets to the Russians or who God knows who, right? These are the people who, these career officials who are put into place to keep us safe but Donald went through everyone he went through everyone he fired everyone now you want to know why you're wearing a mask and one million Americans are dead from a plague and while why Vladimir Putin is running around with no shirt pretending he's the king of the world and we look like a bunch of pussies it's because of the draft dodger there's no other way to look at it everything else is just a smokescreen Okay, so what else did Liz Cheney say? He refused to do what every American president must. This is what she said. And for hours, Donald Trump chose not to answer the pleas from Congress, from his own party, and from all across our nation. I think I already said that. But it just goes to show that this is not a um, a partisan um, finding. This is a bipartisan. She's a Republican, one of the most conservative Republicans. I can't even believe I defend her because, but what's right is right, and this is right. Okay, next, Mr. Kinzinger, I believe, should get the uh, Presidential Medal of Freedom. Now, when uh, before Donald left, he gave um, a few of his uh, cronies, I think Ted Cruz got one, okay? They should take it away from him and give it to this guy because he deserves it. It's just a little side note. Another thing that they were saying is there can be no doubt that there was a coordinated multi-step effort to overturn an election overseen and directed by Donald Trump. There can be no doubt that he commanded a mob, a mob he knew was heavy ar- heavily armed, violent and angry to march on the Capitol, to try to stop the peaceful transfer of power, and he made targets out of his own vice president. And the lawmakers gathered to do the people's work, right? That's what they were there for. They weren't there to um, party that day. They were there to do their job. And I think that's part of where all these Republicans, they don't get it, see, because they don't see this as a job. They see this as some sort of um, um, game. That's the problem. They've turned it into their own personal uh, backyard folly. Another thing that uh, Benny Thompson said, and I think this is extremely important because, so he said, there needs to be accountability. Accountability under the law, accountability to the American people, accountability at every level from local precincts in many states where Donald Trump and his allies attacked election workers for just doing their jobs. 
In addition, he said, all the way up to the Oval Office where Donald Trump embraced the legal advice of insurrectionists that a federal court judge has said was a coup in search of a legal theory. Our, legal, our democracy withstood the attack of January 6th. If there is no accountability for January 6th for every part of this scheme, I fear that there will not be that we will not overcome the ongoing threat to our democracy. See, those words are important. And the reason that they're saying them is because we have to remind the American people that this is not about dum-dum. This is about the president who fucked up and now he has to pay the piper. And not you know, it's not like he did a bad job, because he did a bad job as well. But it's that he um, staged a coup and tried to overthrow the United States government. He's not the government. He's a representative of the government. The government is something completely entirely different and bigger than the president of the United States. That's what the founders identified, right? Separation. Three equal branches. But unfortunately... Um, two of those branches that were supposed to keep uh, the third party branch in check didn't do their fucking job. And that's why our shit is falling apart. So you, if you want to know why you're paying twice as much for everything, call up your representatives, the Republican representatives who continue to seek and destroy. And if you don't know that's happening, just turn on the news. Go on the internet because it's happening right in front of you. Another thing that they were saying is that quite possibly he could be charged for manslaughter because there's a federal law that if you um, are guilty of being on um, federal property and somebody dies and you are found uh, responsible for that crime, you can be charged for manslaughter. I say stack it up every charge that he can possibly be charged for and they were also saying the RICO Act the RICO Act which is how they um, convict um, the Mafia the RICO Act is another way that they're going to get him and I uh, don't know that much about it but what I do know it's racketeering and that website that they have up that collected $250 million, that is um, millions and millions of people who were defrauded based on a lie. So that's the RICO Act. That's another um, reason he's going to go to jail. He may get, I mean, just for everything, I mean, I would say at least a decade. So he's going to spend the, the worst part of his life um, in prison. And if he doesn't, then he's going to, spend the the remainder of his life um, trying to stay out of prison. I don't know which one's worse. <laughs> it's kind of funny. But anyway, um, I, I just, because I have to laugh, if I don't, I'll cry. The proof is there. And, you know, I say, where are the text messages that Trump sent during those three hours and seven minutes. If he wanted that thing to stop, that riot, that insurrection to stop, there would have been a text or a phone call or something. But there is no record of that because it didn't happen, right? It was part of the conspiracy. It was part of the plot to not um, stop these people. And 
all the evidence is right. And I think that's why people are struggling because we know everything is right in front of us. So how do you now wrap it up with a bow? And you wrap it up with a bow with the phone call. Um, I need 11,000 votes or another phone call. Um, just say it's fraud and leave it up to um, my senators to take care of the rest. Because those senators that uh, they keep naming in the committee hearing are the people who have been conspiring with him. And they thought that they were going to be able to stage a coup. And why they're allowed to remain in the Senate is beyond me. Because in any other... Um, if you were on the battlefield, because that's pretty much who they are. They are um, representatives for us on the front lines. And as I said before, loose lips sink ships. These people, these Republican senators, are throwing grenades in the direction of their own platoon. This cannot sustain. They have to be removed immediately. They need to be replaced. The senators that um, conspired with the president. They need to be removed immediately. The second in command, if they were um, included or involved in this conspiracy, then it needs to go to the third person in command. But they need to keep start removing these people from the hierarchy. That's why we have a hierarchy. So that when somebody fucks up, you can remove move in the next person in charge. That's part of the structure. That's why we have vice presidents. That's why we have um, the assistant secretary to whatever. So that when these the senators get caught with their pants down, and they usually do, this is just another example of that. They need to be removed, and the next person who is their assistant or their vice um, chair they will move into their place and try to do a better job than the traitor that was before them. I don't understand, when did people forget how fucking hierarchy structure works? This is what the DOJ or the Department of um, uh, State are supposed to do. Okay, there I go, sound like a crazy person again. Well, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, um, I know that um, they said this was going to be the end, but I don't think so. I think stuff is going to start happening in August because all these subpoenas and everyone's in trial right now to include uh, sloppy Steve Bannon. You know, he's trying to get out of jail, and I think he's going to spend some time in jail because not only did they play his um, propaganda about his uh, knowledge of Trump's January 6th insurrection plan, but they probably conspired the night before because they were on the phone for over 10 minutes talking on two different occasions. And then he goes on to his uh, Tokyo Rose Breitbart propaganda machine and uh, spills the beans, right? Sloppy Steve Bannon spilled the beans, spilled the beans on Dum Dum 45. It's just a... You can't write this shit. It's completely nuts. But anyway, I um, will continue this. I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna try to do this every day or every other day. But I'm once again. I'm gonna tr start adding content. I have the web page built. I just need to 
uh, post it and then I'm going to have video too thinking about interviewing some senators you know I don't I'm not pushy I'm not that kind of person to beg for somebody to speak with me I another I'm going to change format too I think I'm, I'm going to start having recordings of interviews and then comment on those so hopefully you'll find it interesting and I really appreciate everyone's um listening and uh if you have any questions please send them to me i would love to uh, start some correspondence i think i'm going to add questions to the next one but uh, i think this is uh, a good way to start everyone have a great day bye-bye